What's up, bro? Welcome to another episode of the Brandon Janu Show. As you know, I am Brandon Janu, and like always on all podcast platforms everywhere, Brandon Janu Show, man. Um, social media platforms, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Threads, Brandon Janu Show, and like always, YouTube channel, man, Brandon Janu Show. Um, hope you guys enjoy this episode. Tonight, it is point of view or random shit. So it's time to get into this. God, gotta talk about what the fuck is going on in this goddamn crazy ass world we live in. Um, particularly what the hell is going on in that other world that some people call Hollywood. Um, ah, a lot of shit been going on. Uh, one thing in particular that's been going on, I've been seeing a lot, is uh, DJ Envy. Um, you know, DJ Envy, you know him off of The Breakfast Club. Uh, and DJ Envy has been going through it, man. Going through the mud these last couple of weeks. Um, some people are saying that he's in a epoxy scheme. I think I said that right. Um, a poxy scheme. Um, a, realist, uh, a real estate scheme. Um, pretty much a real estate fraud. Uh, people have been saying that he's been lying about how um, he's been getting people houses and all these different things. And yeah, um, there's been clips of him saying Joe Budden helped him in certain aspects of how to you know, deal with real estate and all that. And you know, certain things like that, and how do I feel about this? I think nowadays you can find any clip on any social media platform right now to show how people are pretty much, if you're trying to find negative, you can find negative easily on social media, but anyone. And DJ Envy was definitely, um, you know, like I said, you can find negative on any situation. And what do I feel about it, man? It's it's crazy. People was like ran with this story over the weekend that uh, you know, uh, the FBI went to, um, you know, raided. Uh, iHeartRadio station and uh, come to find out that FBI was like, that never fucking happened. Like, what the fuck y'all talking about? Uh, I think at this time, man, in life, man, we can find shit to, like I said, we could find anything to convince uh, the world that that is what is happening. Now, I don't know what the fuck is going on with this DJ Envy shit, to be honest with you. What I don't like is when you don't like someone, you would do anything to put this person in their shit. So, I've been seeing, like, uh, you know, uh, I've been seeing um, uh, Fun Master Flex also throw Charlemagne into this shit, and I'm like, what the fuck Charlemagne got to do with this shit? 
it's the most ridiculous shit in the world. But again, when you're trying to make, when you don't like someone, everybody's the victim. Everybody's a part of it. Everybody did it. And um, I think it's 100% wrong for people to also throw Charlemagne into this shit because that's not, I get it. You've been with somebody for damn near 10, 15, 10, 11, 12 years. So it seems like, you know, you know what they're doing. But I don't know if the niggas really that cool. I don't know if the niggas really kick it like that after they leave the radio station. I don't know. Um, and nobody does. But for people to just run out this out here with that narrative that, you know, we should also look into Charlemagne too. It's just like, bro, why are you trying to bring extra people into another man's situation, which, by the way, we still don't know what the fuck is going on with that man's situation. And I feel like that is pretty much what the premise of this episode is. We believe what we want to believe because we have the narratives that we want to have. If you don't like someone, you just don't like someone. I'm not about to get mad at you for not liking someone. I don't know what your preference is. I don't know why you don't like that person. But at the end of the day, it's like, bro, don't have this person. Don't don't put Charlemagne into the situation. Again, like I said, like don't put Charlemagne into the situation like, he's also a part of this. Like, that's not what this is. Uh, with DJ Envy, man, the best thing for you is that none of this shit is true. That is literally the best thing. Because even if it's even if you defend yourself, you go on radio and you say that this is not me, any of this, people are going to want to believe what they want to believe, regardless of how many evidence, how much facts you have to back your story. They have this narrative in their heads. This is how it's supposed to be. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you say. Because people have already made up their mind as how they feel about you. No matter what. Speaking of people that have said some things. And, you know, I just. <laughs> uh, um, so. This Will and Jada shit is still going on. Um, well, they're not the topic of conversation anymore this week. It's uh, it's Britney Spears. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, and Britney's got a book coming out. They got a lot of passages coming out from the book. Um, a lot of stuff that's coming out. Um, I saw on Twitter when, when the first, you know, thing that made this, you know, people really talk about this book, uh, happened, um, uh, that, uh, I think she said her and Justin Timberlake uh, was supposed to have a kid in, uh, at, like, 19. She got pregnant by Justin Timberlake, and, you know, they, they, they had a conversation, and they got an abortion. Now, I saw people on Twitter go nuts on Justin Timberlake. I saw people go nuts on Justin Timberlake. Um... Me personally, man, I can't. I'm not in a position to speak on that particularly. You know, um, you know, I'm not. I'm not. I don't have kids. I, I got nieces and nephews. I love my nieces more than anything in this world, man. Um, I don't know what I would be if I didn't have my nieces and nephews. I don't know. Um, so I love, you know, 
being an uncle, I'm not a dad. So again, like I said, I can't speak on it from that perspective. I've never been in a position where uh, a pregnancy scare or something happened like that. Um, so I'm not going to act like I can speak on that situation because I can't. Um, you know, um, for what it's... So it's a hard, it's a hard thing to, it's a hard thing, man. So again, I can't, I can't speak on it. You know what I'm saying? I can't speak on it, but I can't speak on being young. In 19, 18, 19 years old, when they were in the relationship together, you're teenagers, you're kids, but yeah, you're famous, but you do have your whole life ahead of you and a situation like that right or wrong good or bad um, that's a life decision to have a kid at that age even if you are Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake that is a life-changing decision for, like, because that kid is in y'all lives until y'all leave this earth, or until this kid leaves this earth. That's a scary feeling to know that at any moment, you know what I'm saying, like, that your whole life has changed in an instant because of that. Now, I don't know, like I said, I can't speak on the abortion portion of the side of it, but I can speak on the being young side, and that is when you're young and you're in love, you do crazy things. But if you know the case was, if and and I, and I saw a lot of people going at Justin Timberlake for this, and I'm like, why y'all acting like y'all don't have these conversations when y'all was young too, when shit like this happened in y'all lives? Don't act like y'all now some 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 you know goody two shoes that. It, stop it. Like, things happen when you're young, when you're in love with someone. Sometimes you'll have to press a break, push push the button, like, oh, okay, this is a serious thing we have to now address. Do we really want to do this with our lives for the rest of our lives? Because that's a life-changing life, life changing thing, having a kid. So, and no matter how old you are, you have to be ready for that. And I... I, I I don't know if anybody's ready for that, you know, so that's just how I looked at it when I saw it and I heard it, and I was like, when people were like, oh, he should have, he should have still, like, I'm like, what are y'all complaining about now, like, why you're going to him now, it makes no sense, makes no sense, I don't understand it, um, for the J.D. Will thing, I, I did a whole episode on it, it's out, um, I still don't understand how Will's getting a pass for this shit. I have no idea how people are so like, ah, oh, she make a Will look like a fool. No, bro, you don't be with somebody for damn near 30 years. Go on stage as she's promoting this book and been saying all of this shit about you in the public. And you get on stage and still ask these dumbass questions like, can you still love someone no matter what? 
nigga, what? No, bitch. Like, what the fuck? Why are we having? No, nigga. Are we? <laughs> Why are we having this conversation? I don't understand how he's getting a pass for literally this situation. I don't. I don't get it. Like, this nigga is like getting a pass for being. And I don't want to say a simp because that's what niggas say nowadays, which I don't fucking understand what the fuck that meaning is. You call the nigga simple? The fuck is wrong being simple? Um, but what I will say is a man that has no respect for himself. That is more of what this is. It's not that your wife don't have no respect for you. It's the fact that you have no respect for yourself because no man is going to let anyone talk about him or talk about what's going on in the privacy of their home like she talks about your privacy of your home and not have any problems with it in the public I, and even if you don't want to do it in the public at some point in the private because I do think y'all talk and I do think you are like I don't want to you know step on your toes or anything but I wish you would at least you know and it's just like bro you can't be this goddamn broken as a man to just let her have this this continuation of of your manhood being not even tested anymore it's not even being tested it's literally being gutted and shown for the public that you are just not that man you're not that human like you're just not that man you have no respect for yourself because your wife has no respect for you. And maybe that's okay with you. That's why I feel like. Why are we sitting here acting like. He gets a pass for. Letting her. Do this to him. Because you don't get married to someone for 30 years. You'll be married to someone for 30 years. And you act like. Like it doesn't. Like like what she's saying to you. In, a pro, in the public doesn't. Does it affect you? That's weird. Um, what else is going on? Um, oh, saw this last week. I never addressed it, but I saw it last week. Um, and this week now it's a, another conversation of. Here's another thing. So, last week I saw Cardi B. Um, go at a fan on social media. Um, to the point where I think she was speaking on suicidal thoughts and for somebody that has dealt with suicidal you know, thoughts and um, you know, situations like that in my life, um, that's never a, a good a good thing. Um, this podcast became my outlet when I when I was going through that type of uh, situation. Um, so thank God for that. Um, and I'm nowhere near the level of fame of success like Cardi is. Um, but for somebody like her who has somebody like her who's been in the industry and it's not crazy to this, she hasn't been in the industry that long. Like she hasn't been at the top of the you know you know, the top of the you know, rap you know, the industry that long, she's been popping since, what, 2016, 2017, 
so for seven, six to seven years, she's been successful to this level. And to hear her say these things about suicidal thoughts and have these situations happen, you know, it shows you what, and this is one of the reasons why I don't, I don't ever like, not like, like this is going to blow up, but if it ever blew up, this is why I'm kind of like very terrified of it blowing up because I barely could deal with my own life situations. Now I'm adding extra shit on top of it. Fake people that don't really give a fuck about if I live or die tomorrow. People that just want to be my friend because it's a financial gain. It's not even a personal gain. You don't even want to get to know me. You just want my money. Shit like that. Like, it, And that to me is the most terrifying thing is because you go from having the smallest of circles to now having people fake like they like you just to like be around you for a day and that sucks one thing she also said during that time was that she's scrapping her second album she's not dropping a second album which is what I really wanted to get into but I just wanted to address that social that, that suicidal thoughts thing I saw I think I saw someone say that uh that they were afraid for her to say that so openly on social media that she was dealing with suicidal thoughts, which that shit is kind of scary to hear someone of that caliber do is a mother of two kids who's been, like I said, successful since 2016, 2016, 2016, 2016, 2017, for someone to have pretty much all, everything she's probably ever wanted in her life. And now have people literally sit up here and her to say, yo, I got, you know, I'm dealing with, you know, like, suicidal thoughts. Like, that's a scary thing, man. That's a scary thing. Um, But she said that she was scrapping her second album. And this is what I really wanted to get to because this week, uh, City Girls just dropped their second album or third album. I don't know what the fuck album it was. Um, and it's projected to sell about, what, 4,000, 5,000 units. Um, even in this climate of music, that's pretty fucking bad. Like, 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 even in this climate of music, it's pretty fucking bad, which is what I wanted to talk about. Music isn't, um, and I've talked about this. I do Life at Times with Music, which, you know. I don't want to do it on there because I care too much about what I talk about on there. Um, <laughs> I care too much about what I talk about on there. Um, but I do it here. Um, this is thing in music right now where um, music is starting to have this up and down decline. Like, I don't think too many artists, uh, you know, what can I say? Let me take that back. I said this before and I said it again. Music isn't predicated on making um, artists anymore. It's predicated on making superstars. The more relevant you can be, the better for the music. The problem with that is music right now, this is what I had a this is why I had a problem with people shitting on Drake's album, because it's like at least the man is still dropping albums. I cannot tell you one artist right now that is supposedly supposed to be this hot superstar right now 
that is dropping a body of work. Like, name me one artist that has dropped an album that you like, yeah, this album is hot because this artist is the, is the truth. Nobody is dropping albums like that anymore. For Cardi B to scrap her album, she doesn't need to do an album. She didn't need to do music in the beginning. She just dropped an album, and her album is going to be solidified as one of the best albums, debut albums of all time to a lot of people. And she doesn't have to worry about that. That's a good thing for her. Congratulations. But I think the problem with a lot of people that are not understanding this is that music right now is not good. It's not bad, but it's not good either. It's, it's, it, it is what it is. It's a lot of music that I think the industry has made superstars. Like I said earlier, superstars way more than artists. They predicate um, they predicate a lot of the, the music to be geared towards the youth, which that's cool because music is a young person's world. But at the same time, there's no real sentiment of what this music is. No real general, you know, content that everybody loves. Like, even in the early 2010s, like, you can hate it now, but look back at the 2010s when we were starting to listen to Drake, and we started to hear J. Cole, and we started to listen to Kendrick, and we started to listen to Nicki, and we started to listen to all these rappers that were coming out, Meek, and Wale, and, like, in 2009, there was a, a president of, of, of great influx of young rappers and young talent that was coming into the game. And now I can't even tell you one artist that I can sit here and say without a shadow or a doubt will be here in two fucking years. I can't tell you one. I, I literally cannot tell you one. I usually like to do like a top 10 list and top 10 songs of 2023, but I haven't heard an album yet that I like like that. I haven't heard one. So I have no idea what I'm going to do for the end of the year, like, thing that I do. Because there's no albums that I can 100%. And that's another thing. Music doesn't even, they're not even trying to drop albums anymore. They're trying to just drop singles. And if the single does well, then we're going to just re-up in three months and drop another single. And if that single does well, we're going to re-up and drop another single in three other months. And it's literally just that. They're playing a single game. And then they're going to, and they don't even drop albums anymore. They barely even drop EPs. At least with EPs, EPs were giving you something. Nowadays, I don't even know what the fuck the EP is. They don't even give you that anymore. I grew up in an era, maybe, again, this is just, I'm becoming like the old motherfucker, but I remember when EPs came out. I remember I remember mixtapes. I remember fucking mixtapes. And that might be what I do to end this year. It's literally just mixtapes. I might just do my top 10 mixtapes all the time. I've been doing my top 10 hip-hop rap songs, 50 rap songs. I might do that to close out the year. It's just a bunch of, like, my favorite rap albums of all time, my favorite mixtapes of all time. Like, because I cannot tell you one song that I literally have listened to this year and was like, this shit is good. Not one. And I'm, and, and, and yes, I'm starting to sound like this old nigga, that old get-off-my-fucking-yard-like person. I am becoming that person. I just, I had to literally realized that about myself today i was like yo this is like i cannot tell you one artist of this era right now that i listen to and i'm like this guy or girl is good i can't tell you one i can't tell you one that's a disturbing thing man and music i love music i can't tell you one i've been doing this list 
this 50 greatest hip-hop songs list, I cannot tell you one song of the last six years from like 2017 to now, I can't tell you one song that I can literally say without a shadow of a doubt in 15, 20, 30 years. We're going to be like, that was a classic. I can't tell you one. I'm talking about just in hip hop. I can't tell you one. That's a fucking problem. That's a goddamn problem. That isn't already from one of the solidified guys like Drake and Kendrick and Cole. And outside of them, can you name me one song that you're like in 10, 15 years is going to be regarded as one of the greatest songs that we've ever heard in hip hop? I can't tell you one. And that's music right now. Hip hop and music in general. Music in general is a big ass remake. Like it's it's just a bunch of songs that are being remade. And that's great, but it's also like, bro, there's no creativity. There's no real artistry to it. And it, and it sucks because I love music. But there's no good music. So when I see Cardi B say she's not doing a second album and I see the city girl struggling with an album, it's not that surprising to me. There's a lot more rappers that probably are struggling than those two. But those three names are like very – those two names are very solidified right now. So it is what it is, man. And last but not least, um, ugh, okay. So this Israeli this – is, this Israeli and Palestinian war – that's going on. Um, I, I'm not going to sit here and, and, and you know, and get into it. Uh, my, my, my problem with this world we live in right now is a very serious problem. It's always been a very serious problem. And that is we... Goes back to the DJ Envy situation. Goes back to Britney Spears situation, even the the music situation. I don't remember a time in life where it was so hard. It was so hard to agree to disagree. I've seen people that have supported Israel. And said they are right to defend themselves and do what they do, and that this is wrong. What Palestinian is doing, what Hamas is doing to these people, and I've seen it all. And then I've seen people support Palestinian, and I've seen people get mad that people are supporting Palestinian to the point, the Palestinian, you know, people to the point where people are losing their jobs over this shit. I've never lived in a world where to agree to disagree was the worst thing you could have done. I don't know. And, and, and Dave Chappelle just got caught up in this shit. He was at one of his shows and he was speaking on this. And he said what they were doing over there was wrong. And then he went into the other side of that situation, which... He's making a case for why a war does happen. Not every war is 
again, not every war, not every war is just one-sided that, like, this war just started because they, I don't like them motherfuckers, so let me go get them. But he was, he was pretty much speaking on that. And, you know, his fan, fans got mad at him and went up and got up and let the, you know, let the, you know, show and everything. And, again, I've never lived in a world where we, where we could agree to disagree. I don't like this world we live in that we have right now because this is what this world wants you, this country has been trying to do to us for a while and that is make us move like one. I want I want people to stop Stop telling people that they're wrong for liking, I don't say liking, supporting something. I don't know why you're supporting that. I can't, I don't know why you're supporting that, but if that's what you feel, then do it. Do it. I think it's wrong for anyone, especially in wartime, right? Wartime is where you see the chaos kicking. We saw it last year. We forget that Russia and Ukraine was just literally a year ago. Like, which makes me feel like I don't think anybody's ready and prepared for World War III if it ever happened. I don't think anybody is 100% prepared for it. I don't think nobody is 100% set in stone if something was to happen today or tomorrow we are all ready to go. I don't think it's possible. Because we are now predicated on trying to make you believe in a side we want you to believe in. And I would like to say it was in 2016 when Trump ran for president. But I can't even say that. It's always been there. It's just more evident now that if you don't agree with me, then we can't be cool. That's never been the world we lived in. I don't know what the fuck has happened. This situation is showing me that. It's showing me that more often than not. Because I think this is the first war I've seen people have different sides. They have, you know, some people, like I said, support, you know, the Palestinian side. Some people support the Israel side. I'm not telling you that you're wrong or right for supporting what you support at all. That is how you, that is how you, you support that, you support that. But I feel like a lot of people, you can't sit here and tell me. You can't sit here and say you can have freedom of speech. You can have free thinking. 
but it's got to be what I tell you to believe in. That is wrong. That is wrong on so many levels. It's wrong, man. This world is not ready for any of this. But if you let social media win the argument every day, people are getting fired from their jobs because they're siding with someone or siding with a side. We don't know what that person's religion is. We don't know what that person's creed is. We don't know what that person's, you know, if they have family that's, you know, Palestinian. We don't know any of this. But the fact that we've gotten to the point, but the fact that we've gotten to the point now in this world where we feel comfortable enough to tell someone that we will fire you just because you side with something else. It's crazy. Now again, what is happening over there is fucking wrong. But what I'm talking about isn't what is taking place just over there. I'm talking about people over here getting rid of people because you are you can't agree to disagree. I don't think no war is great. No war is 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 prominent for anyone. That's not good. When innocent kids are getting killed, man, that's fucked up, man. People are getting kidnapped and raped and killed and all of these things. You hear this shit? As a human, that breaks your heart. Fuck being American. Being a human, that breaks your fucking heart. Because you think immediately. And, and like I said earlier, man, I got, I got nieces and nephews, man. And if something was to happen to them, I would kill anyone. I, I'm be honest with you. So, anytime something like this happens, we jump out the wall, we jump out the window, and we do it so fast, we don't even think about it anymore. And if you don't side with someone, that's where the problems lie. Now, you could agree to disagree with me on this, but I'm saying, man. At some point in life, there's going to come a time where agreeing to disagree is going to save us. Because you're going to look at that fellow person, and I don't give a shit if they are Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative. Black, white, Asian, Hispanic, 
if they're straight, gay, transgender, non-binary, I don't give a fuck. They man, woman. You're going to be in this position where you're going to realize we got to get the fuck out of this situation so we can agree to disagree. But our lives are on the line. So let's get the fuck out of here. Because like I said, man, I don't think anybody's ready for World War III. But it's getting closer and closer and fucking closer to that happening. Yeah. Till next time. Brian Janu. Peace.